Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So firstly, Abu Lahab, as we know, was the uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was from the Quraysh. And he was of the people who opposed his nephew severely. To the point where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa would go out giving da'wah. He would say, Ya ayyuhal nas, O people, Qulu la ilaha illallah, say la ilaha illallah, tuflihu. You know, bear witness that there's none worthy of worship except Allah. Believe in and worship Allah alone. Tuflihu, you will find your success. And he used to walk around following the Prophet wherever he went. And talking behind his back and saying to the people, he's an apostate, he's a liar, he's left the religion of his fathers, and so forth. And this is just as an example of what he would do amongst many other things. So one day the Prophet wasallam, he came out, he went to a hill of Al-Badha and he called the people, the people of Makkah, the Quraysh and other Arabs and those who were present. And he said to them, if I told you that there was an enemy behind this mountain that was waiting to attack you, would you believe me? They said yes. Because he, remember the Prophet ﷺ was Al-Ameen. This was his nickname. He was known as the trustworthy one. They knew him as the most upright person, the most trusted person in the community. So he says, if I told you this was about to happen, there's an enemy behind this mountain. Would you believe me? They said, yes. So he said, Inni nadirul lakum jadid. I am then a warner that has been sent to you of a, a, a severe, painful punishment that would come, that's coming to you. This is the warning I've been sent to from Allah. Why don't you believe me when it comes to this? At this point, Abu Lahab stands up and he says, is this why you gathered us here? Is this why you called us? One narration says he dusted off his hands. As he stood up and he says, May you perish. And may you be destroyed. And at this, Allah Azza wa Jal revealed, Tabbat yada abi lahabi watab. May the hands of Abu Lahab perish. And may he himself perish. Ma aghna anhu, maluhu wa ma kasab. Neither his wealth, nor any of his worldly benefits or offspring will be of benefit to him. Nothing is going to assist him in this world. Nothing is going to assist him in the year after. Allah then says, what's going to happen to him is, he will burn in a flaming fire. He will burn in a flaming fire. Not just him. But his wife as well. Because she supported him. She too was someone who went out and would try her best to harm the Prophet she will be the one who will be carrying the firewood. One of the interpretations of this is when he is burning, she will be ready to be throwing the wood. 
into the fire. So she will be the one who is carrying the wood. In her life, what did she do in this dunya? She would carry thorny branches. Trees with, and branches with thorns on it. And she would throw them in the pathway of the Prophet She knew where he would be walking. She would go and throw this. Like this, Allah punishes her that she will be carrying those branches and throwing it into the fire where they will be burning. And around her neck will be palm fiber. Or, or like, you know, like branches from palm. Some scholars say an iron necklace will be around her neck as this is happening in Jahannam. So this is what Allah destined these enemies of the Prophet ﷺ. He destined this for them in the Akhirah. And the miracle of this surah is it was early days. This was revealed in Mecca in the early in the part of the Prophet's da'wah. Abu Lahab had his the rest of his life to stand up and say, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wa anna Muhammad Rasulullah. If he did that, he would, have, he would have disproved the Quran. He would have proven Quran is saying he's going to Jahannam. Him and his wife are going to burn. Had he stood up and said, if that's what Allah is saying, I respond by saying, I bear witness that there's none worthy of worship except Allah. But Allah knows the truth. Allah knows the hearts. Allah is the one who controls the hearts. In fact, the hadith says, between the two fingers of Ar-Rahman is where the hearts lie. And he, t- he twists them as he pleases. So this surah is a miracle. It's a proven miracle of the Quran amongst many other miracles. To end off, we can take a benefit from this, that the dua that the Prophet ﷺ often used to make. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Because Allah is muqallib al-qulub. He's the one who t- he turns the hearts. So the dua is, O oh, the turner of the hearts, keep my heart firm upon your religion. Thabbit qalbi ala deenik. This is a dua the Prophet ﷺ used to make often. So therefore it's a dua we should obviously be making often as well wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh